Hello, Namaste everyone. I welcome you all to this uh, special session of Guru Bodha. Uh, in this uh, presentation, I would like to brief about uh, medical cannabis. So, as the table of contents goes, so there is we will speak about cannabis, cannabinoids, entourage effect, cannabis in Ayurveda. So, I think uh, you might have seen this at least the plant photos in the web. So, wherein uh, it's very highly discussed topic in the present scenario, especially after uh, 2013 when uh, the medical cannabis was very much research. Earlier also it was being researched but more on a negative aspect to understand why and how the demonic uh, aspect or demonized aspect I should say of getting high or the psychotropic effect was seen. But later after 2013 this became on the or it flipped out from the psychotropic to medicinal aspect. So cannabis. Cannabis is a plant that belongs to the family Cannabinaceae and uh, which is having the Latin names like or the species mainly there are three that is Cannabis Indica, Cannabis Ruderalis, Cannabis Sativa out of which the Cannabis Sativa is very commonly taken as medical cannabis. So since 2000 BC this particular plant was being used. This is the history of the plant right from the ancient or very ancient times. So, especially in Altai mountains of the Middle East, you can, there is a archaeological finding that this was being used for uh, various purposes. Initially, the seeds were used for nutrition. Then their fibers was found to be very useful, very strong enough, more stronger than nylon. That is the most thing, uh, that uh, more important thing that was there. In fact, in 1941, even though we all speak of medical cannabis to be a very notorious thing, but in 1941, for the purpose of these fibers of these cannabis, especially to prepare the ropes and masks of uh, warships, US took back this particular ban on it, which was which it had earlier banned on 1935, and for only one year after the World War II, again it reinstated the ban. So that much useful and strong or multi-purpose this particular thing. So from that moment, the, the cannabis was being used. Seeds were used for uh, nutritional purpose. Even today, it is well beyond uh, doubt it is being understood as highly nutritive because it contains all, almost all essential amino acids and uh, even uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids, which is very good for body. And moreover, the cannabis is believed or in fact it is uh, researched and understood as the one that brings homeostasis to the body through endocannabinoid system. Now this endocannabinoid system is a very neurotransmitter system that we have in the body which was explored and discovered between uh, say 20 years of research from 92 or uh, rather 88 onwards till 2013 and the whole mapping of the system was done and after that only the importance of cannabis was very much understood as uh, endocannabinoid system is a master control system of the body because of which the cannabis where it contains phytocannabinoids will act upon and this through, uh, through this ECS or endocannabinoid system it will bring back the homeostasis of the body. So low dose and maximum effect this particular substance can give very low dose it will give the effect because it is enough to in fact the use through inhalation it is supposed to 
we understood that around 50% of the thing is gets absorbed especially thc and cbd so in such low doses also you can uh, get the maximum effect solution to tough challenges of health we will be going into what are the benefits of phytocannabinoids in the further slides so where even the most uh, difficult situations or of health challenges of health like uh, like uh, neuro neurological problems then pa uh, pain nausea vomiting these are the some of the areas which have been extensively researched and uh, worked out for uh, finding out challenges because these are the places where the systems present existing systems have failed to a certain extent now most interesting uh, thing about the cannabis is it is non toxic it is psychotropic undoubtedly but it is non toxic it doesn't kill you in fact kill anyone with 3 grams per kg body weight even after that the ld50 3000 mg it is a non toxic drug and uh, only problem with that is it produces the psychotropic effect other than that it is absolutely safe and it doesn't kill anyone so there are different cannabinoids so there are three in fact varieties in that one is endocannabinoids second is phytocannabinoids and the other one is synthetic cannabinoids now all these three have different effects and uh, different uh, this thing I mean exertion power on the endocannabinoid system so these are the different cannabinoids that is presently known when comes into when explaining endocannabinoids you have which are body synthesized so where we have anandamide 2ag nolandin ether virodamine nada oea pea then you have phytocannabinoids delta 9 thc delta 9 thcv then cannabinol cbn cannabidiol cbd cbd that is Uh, cannabidiol, cannabigerol, cannabichromine. So these are the different phytocannabinoids. Which, uh, in fact, we have 125 phytocannabinoids uh, that has been isolated or rather uh, identified by research. These are the very some of the most important ones, and uh, which is known to have certain effects. Then THC dominated. In fact, uh, synthetic cannabinoids are usually like spice k2 these are different brand names what uh, is, is present in the market today especially in the european and the american markets so where uh, their most concentration is towards the unfortunately towards the recreational one because they have mimicked thc and uh, they have producing this particular thing it is not that thc is uh, even though psychotropic is not medicinally useful they are medicinally useful but when used in a very judicious way so now uh, there are certain areas which uh, has uh, in fact uh, made this particular thing in fact made this uh, synthetic cannabinoids as illegal especially in certain countries because mainly because of its adverse effect now thc is uh, having a psychotropic effect and this is the main thing that has been used for recreational purposes and this synthetic cannabinoids which have been uh, used as laboratory i mean copies of this thc where it is being used when we see the safety of this endocannabinoids are the most safest one because they are produced in the body and the thc mimicked synthetic cannabinoids are quite unsafe because of their adverse effects on the psychological status 
that is why it is being uh, most uh, comparatively considered as illegal for use now coming to the phytocannabinoids cannabis is the mainest uh, or the cannabis structures or uh, cannabis things are most uh, used so it was first cbn that was discovered in the year 1899 ad so from very early part of uh, this uh, last two centuries back they have been uh, entering into this understanding as what is the cause of the, the substance that is causing psychotropic effect and uh, ultimately they found first uh, cannabid cannabinoid that is cbn in the year 1899 from a stashed cannabis so wherein the they thought that the cbn would have been psychotropic mostly to demonize this particular drug because this had entered into the us pharmacopeia in the year 1850 so they uh, they wanted to demonize this and remove this so that the synthetic uh, drugs will be much more beneficial or can be promoted these are the different uh, mina we had enlisted around six different uh, cannabinoids there the first one cbn which was discovered in 1899 but it was not much understood later on thc cbd around 1960 that was professor rafael mishalam's uh, contribution where thc was known to or discovered as the one that causes psychotropic effect whereas cbd has a multiple effect it is anti inflammatory anti neoseptic nociceptic sorry and uh, different effects cbd was uh, exerting so because of which the word medical cannabis came into existence now interestingly cannabinoids or the phytocannabinoids can be seen in turmeric pepper pipali or long pepper etc but in very small aspect in fact this cannabinoids is basically taken from the name cannabis because that is the best source or the one which has the highest amount of cannabinoids so first it was thc and cbd that was discovered and then the sequence went in such a way that in 1988 they found that thc is acting on some receptor within the body and that is where in 92 they found the first cb1 receptor so and then in due course of time they found out anandamide the first endocannabinoid that is in 94 so they also found that this ec that is uh, endocannabinoid system whenever it went into a deficiency state so they so just to brief out before that that the cannabinoids are like that is mainly two that is anandamide and uh, 2ag are the two aspects that were usually seen in uh, the or they are generated in the body and after some time it is degenerated in the body so the it used to maintain a level of uh, tone or a level of concentration within the body so that whenever or wherever it is needed it can act and these cb1 and cb2 receptors that is the two important receptors that we have these receptors are there in every part of the body in fact every cell of the body and but they are concentrated in certain areas like in neurological uh, neurological points that is the neurons you have cb1 receptor more and cb2 are less then you have the cells uh, especially the uh, immuno uh, modulatory cells like uh, Uh, macrophages etc you have cb2 receptors more and less of cb1 it is not that zero but it is there 
so every time there will be uh, these both will be acting and they will be going on in that but when we have all these uh, different aspects so where we have so when we see the deficiency in this receptors endocannabinoid systems so we will have different conditions that is what the researchers have come into that is low pain threshold then you have uh, derangement of digestions then you have mood and sleep disturbances and uh, migraine so fibromyalgia then ibs then you have uh, stress disorders and bipolar disease dysmenorrhea and glaucoma so these are different conditions which are again uh, can be modulated by correcting this endocannabinoid deficiency and the correction is done by using phytocannabis so so where the best source as i have told is from cannabis so what are the uses of phytocannabinoids it is anti inflammatory and analgesic it is also useful in cns disorders that is multiple sclerosis then alzheimer's disease huntington's parkinson's etc then you have cerebrovascular diseases so where you have down syndrome all almost everywhere all these uh, things have been proved through research of course the researches are most preliminary psychological conditions also like ptsd that is post traumatic stress disorder ocd schizophrenia now here in this condition where thc plays a very important role and it is seen that uh, more than going for isolates it is better that a raw full raw extract is taken because thc's unwanted effect is usually controlled by the cbd itself then you have drug dependence conditions a very uh, unique thing of this one is even thc withdrawal effects can be controlled by cbd as i told it controls that particular uh, receptor activity so even gi disorders in fact uh, this is more emphasized in ayurveda also where most of the formulations are uh, concentrated towards the gastrointestinal disorders then you have cancer and related conditions like pain management tumor management metastasis management etc so how addictive is cannabis now the, that is the main thing that uh, everyone had in mind and uh, that is how uh, the area which demonized this particular drug very interestingly as i told this is a safe drug in terms of toxicity and life uh, threat and even in addictiveness you can see it is only 9% of the population that can get addicted to it whereas you have tobacco which is 32% this is from national institute of drug abuse us data and uh, there you can see that it is the least addictive drug especially when there is thc then you have cannabis plant and its products which is uh, most commonly seen in the market so you have 700 variants of cannabis uh, plant now these 700 variants are because of the hybridization of the two in fact three different things and you can see that there are three these 700 variants or um, things can be seen as a what do you say a whole plant extract or single plant that is isolate then synthetic uh, one synthetic was i have told that uh, usually it's a replica of uh, thc in case of dosage forms all the three can be seen in uh, cigarette vaporizers uh, edibles not in india of course but uh, in european countries and us uh, usually now when we come into the challenges of this you know when we especially in research area but uh, thing the whole plant 
usually as i told you have 700 important variants so where uh, it works into different levels basically quality control is a big question with the whole plant extract because the levels of thc vary with whole plant uh, especially when they are hybridized it can go up till 25% so that is the present condition then you have manufacturing the standard operative procedures and all which is uh, not that easily possible with whole plants then define chemical definition of this plant is because there are 300 different constituents of cannabis in found in cannabis plant finally you have the entourage effect which is a very uh, important one so single plant isolates are uh, like uh, say you have uh, molecules like cbd alone then you have uh, multiple that is uh, aspects isolates like cbd alone or thc alone so where uh, these are being used but the problem with that is it will not have this entourage effect and even it will there will be a slight adverse or slight uh, less effect compared to the full plant this was observed in a research aspect itself when they researched on the entourage effect which we'll be discussing first. and uh, molecule choice is a big problem when it comes to a challenges of uh, research especially when there are single molecule synthetic is as uh, mentioned earlier is a replica you know what is it you know what is a molecule you know mo- what is the structure of the molecule so potency will be very high because of which uh, you know it will be not having entourage effect but it will have it has more chances of an adverse effect so high thc content can hamper which is not uh, very easily controlled whereas if you take a whole plant you have cbd in that which controls this thc so it has an established regulatory then it's bit expensive these are some challenges which we can or which we will have now coming to the entourage effect the uh, so the entourage effect what we have is a very peculiar effect which was first told uh, by rafael mushlam so what is this entourage effect now uh, rafael mushlam was the main person he is known as father of medical cannabis israeli scientist who did all this work for, for 60 long years to establish the medicinal effect of cannabis now he defined a variety of inactive metabolites and closely related molecules markedly increase the activity of primary constituents so primary constituents are single like uh, thc and cbd which is there in this cannabis when you give the whole plant extract so that is going to produce this entourage effect so where a single molecule fails to do that or isolates and synthetic drugs it cannot produce this particular effect because it is not at mean we are, we are not administering that it is always already singled out from the whole plant but as a result no this effect is not there and uh, probably there is less or sometimes non effective of the single molecules on the body but when you give the full aspect you have cannabinoids as i told there are 125 cannabinoids then out of 300 then you have flavonoids phenols terpenes within this cannabis whole extract so now this totally exerts an effect along with that there are some of the inactive uh, components among 125 you have two or three that is very active rest of them are inactive and these at certain dose at a certain environment it helps or it augments the effect of the whole thing whole uh, the primary ones and that is known as entourage effect very uh, clearly defined we will come into the ayurvedic point of view in a 
moment but it's a, this is what is entourage effect and the effect mainly depends on what was seen is the aspect like dose of the drug administration route whether it is uh, oral or uh, things like that and individual resistance of the individual so that is where uh, the that is where the different uh, difference in uh, dosage actually uh, can so the dosage why because individual resistance to especially in case of herbal uh, drug administration uh, there is individual resistance towards a particular uh, individual capacity what in charak samet also vyadivala rogabal rogi bala everything will be has to be considered so wherein this immunological resistance what it produce what we can produce so that makes the effect delayed or men uh, increased also antagonized or synergized the whole thing so this is what the clear definition was given by even rafael michelam regarding entourage effect that we had coming to the and even the type of product so whether it is uh, given through or whether you have combinations of these or uh, like you have one more aspect known as full spectrum cbd in the market which consists of not only one cbd cbg cbn everything so even that can produce this entourage effect to a certain extent now in ayurveda this cannabis as a medicine there are around uh, 210 formulations mentioned in ayurveda with cannabis as one of the ingredient interestingly it is leaves that is being used for the formulation preparation as an ingredient and not the flower buds and it is the least uh, one that has the least thc very interesting point is it is very rich in cbd leaves are very rich in cbd which is mainly used for ayurvedic medicinal formulations so in that you have 193 formulations that is taken internally and 17 formulations that is given externally so where uh, you can see the importance of this particular uh, and even when we analyze the different uh, aspect so the even among this 210 different formulations the major ingredient like madanakameshwari which has 25% of pound uh, or leaves of cannabis in that this similarly you have equal range is 102 formulations and the rest of them are with one of very minor uh, ingredient proportion of the ingredient as an ingredient so that is around 91 of them so rest is all like external ones so where these formulations are given in 45 indications that is but among these the major ones that is around 30 formulations are given in or uh, indicated in uh, gi disorders or gastrointestinal disorder and major one is grahani so now after this uh, among this 45 indications as i told grahani or the which is usually equated to ibd ibs crohn's disease or something and vajikarna this is the other major indication that this particular thing is may very commonly given and it is told to be used with 50 different adjuvants so like in case of mother kamishwari it is said with the milk some with different like tender coconut water things like that so you have in ayurveda you have 22 different dosage forms churna lehyam 
and uh, tyla different dosage forms are being used and the dose range as per the uh, ayurvedic text is from 1 ratti to 1 pala depending on the dosage form it is being given coming to the time of administration usually it is told as once a day that is morning or night as in case of uh, madan kameshwar it is given at night as per the textual reference and uh, duration also as per the references it depends on what type of uh, drug that is doing what type of dosage and what is the concentration of uh, the cannabis that is being used accordingly it is from 7 days and it can go up till 365 days nothing uh, mean there's a huge range of uh, administ duration of administration but there is one restriction that is being told here and that is very specific that is milk diet or you know it may differ with disease to disease then others are generalized uh, restrictions that you have like you have to avoid night outs oil massage even sexual activity with respect to certain indications so these may vary accordingly then uh, coming to the this is a brief of why medical cannabis is very important not only important from this uh, contemporary medicine uh, but also from ayurvedic systems also this has been a very age old way in fact uh, there is one reference from chinese medicine that it was used as an anesthetic drug also so it has a multiple benefits so which can wherein it uh, if we are not using it for a, you know judiciously for a medicinal purpose in fact we are depriving of patients of a great uh, medicine so there is a question like what are the effects of cannabis on uh, endocannabinoid will it reduce the production of endocannabinoid uh, if used recreationally endocannabinoid system as i told is consisting of three different parts first is cannabinoids second is uh, cannabinoid receptors and third is enzymes so when so it is the functioning the whole thing is a collective activity of these three so what does this phytocannabinoid do especially the two important phytocannabinoids namely uh, thc and uh, cbd so these phytocannabinoids they act mean they at times mimic the two that is anandamide and 2ag now 2ag and anandamide are two important cannabinoids that act on cb1 and cb2 but thc mimics it's a partial agonist of uh, the cb1 receptor whereas cbd is antagonist of cb1 receptor now what cb1 why i am mentioning specifying cb1 receptor is cb1 receptor is the one that is present in brain or nervous system any part brain spinal cord peripheral nerve wherever there is synapses there is cb1 receptor in the presynaptic area and the uh, anandamide or the primary cannabinoid endocannabinoid it is something that is produced only when there is a, a certain condition first condition is if there is a release of neurotransmitter or if there is a uh, increase in the calcium ion concentration of the post synaptic uh, neuron so only then it is synthesized and then it go, it goes into the and uh, it attaches itself to the receptor cd1 then it where cd1 activates and it uh, increases the potassium ion concentration and it decreases the calcium ion concentration and ultimately after its work or after its uh, basic uh, function 
then it is immediately degenerated so it is like uh, prepares it and uh, it degenerates so what happens when you give thc for recreational especially so recreational below 18 years it slow above 18 years i, I should say it doesn't give much uh, difference to or problem to the aea in fact it increases aea concentration that is anandamide and it increases or delays the effect of uh, anandamide it increases its effect in other sense because in low dose it mimics anandamide thc and it it attaches to the receptor now cb1 receptor is continuously activated that is why you have this high psychotropic effect. but once just like any other uh, endocannabinoid even this gets completely degenerated after uh, uh, the particular time especially the fah this is the enzyme fatty amino acid uh, hydrolase enzyme so that degenerates anandamide it also degenerates the uh, this particular thing so ultimately it is thrown out of the body but only there is no uh, mean uh, it doesn't hamper the effect mean uh, activity of the endocannabinoid effect but upon high dose of thc this is where we have to be bit careful it is a partial agonist in the sense it is dose related agonist so when higher dose it is seen that it decreases the effect of or uh, the activity of cb1 receptor it is it will act as antagonist so this is where the uh, difference comes so anandamide doesn't do that the because it's an endocannabinoid receptor i mean endocannabinoid where it is body is itself producing and it is uh, where uh, only functionally it is necessary otherwise it is not necessary as soon as it, uh, its function is over it is uh, mean uh, completely degenerate but you are supplementing with phytocannabinoid and uh, it increases the effect but there is no other harm as such so only thing is it increases that duration a euphoric effect it produces but below 18 years that specifically mentioned below 18 years is a point where brain is developing so when you take low doses it is an agonist very low dose that is for medicinal use it doesn't uh, produce any problem but it is seen that in higher doses it affects brain development especially below 18 years so that is why higher dose it is highly not recommended for children pregnant and those below 18 years this is as per the research papers i am mentioning here thank you very much see you all in the next session guru boda namaste namaste